Welcome to Oh Brother, a podcast of three brothers trying to figure it all out with your hosts, Brandon, Colin, and Aaron. On this week's show, they're always screaming. Hello. Hello. Hi. Sorry, trying to click all the buttons. Aha. Uh-huh. Oh. So, to click. Yes. No, they changed the trash, don't you know? Oh, the, the banner will not let me forget. <laughs> hey, fine. Can you please go away? Like, okay, I'll leave you. And then I'm like, never mind, I'm back. <laughs> every every day. Hey, did you know it's changing? Yes, I I know. Stop it. <laughs> and I I'm, well, I'm also confused as to why the fact that when you put something in the trash, it's gonna go away. Is like a change. I thought that's what the trash was for. <laughs> yeah, I, well, <laughs> you thought you knew what the trash was. You have to I mean, I understand it needs to hang around for a little bit for when you're like, oh, delete. Oh, no, 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 not yet. Not, just kidding. Not that one. Oopsies. Right. That makes sense. Sure. But like, you know, it's like it's surprised that it's going to go away. Like, yes, I know. That's why. <laughs> that's why I put it there. Stop it. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. Like, I. Do this on purpose, or like um, by accident, or a very deliberate thing for me. Again, sometimes you do because you're just clicking away, and then like the thing that jumps in next is not the thing that you wanted. So it does need to stay there for a little bit, not like immediately gone for life. No, but like, come on, also. give me, <laughs> give me some credit though, Google Trash. That's the reason I put it in the trash is I want it to go away. Oh, well. Unfortunate. Yes. What's up, Aaron? Hello. How goes things? Oh, going. I'm tired and got a killer headache. But other than that, not bad. <laughs> Same. You described my entire life for the last two weeks. That's basically how it works. Oh, no. Yes, indeed. Um, no, going pretty good. Please, uh... This week's already exhausting, and I got tomorrow, I got to go out on a case, and then Thursday, I have an all-day training day, and so, uh, um, not super thrilled, but mm-hmm. oh, here we man. are. Yeah. How marvelous. No, not marvelous. <laughs> Very sneaky. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's what's going on. Um kind of had a long day talking with some people and typing a lot of typing and then um got done and went and got some dinner and came back and chilled and then took some nighttime um what's it called uh, uh, it's ibuprofen 
And I was like, oh man, this is, oh, it's kicking in now. Oh. Uh-oh. So when Aaron starts snoring on, on uh, Mike, it'd be. <laughs> you know why. So. We'll just carry on. We'll be all right. <laughs> but, but yeah, other than that, not too bad. Oh, yeah. I feel that. That's like the. I was talking to my friend at work today, and we were both just like, I'm really over this right now. I need. <laughs> I need Thanksgiving break like right now. Like I can't, I can't function anymore with all this stuff happening. I just can't deal with it. Stop. Uh-huh. Make it go away. Oh, no. <laughs> it's just like, it's very mentally taxing because I have to get there at seven 30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Right. And basically from the time I enter the building, there is children in my room. Yeah. Right, they have to eat breakfast in the classroom because we're not supposed to go to the cafeteria and stuff, and so they're there in the morning, <laughs> and then I have them all for class, and then we have to eat lunch in the in the classroom. They don't, they never go away. They're always right <laughs> there. They're always feet away. It's, like, ah. <laughs> it's not like bad, you know what I mean? But it's just like mentally ex extremely exhausting just to be like yeah all day every waking second in my room with people <laughs> it is interesting how somebody's standing in your physical space very taxing on mentally like yeah for me somebody could just be like standing in the corner of a room but if i have an expectation that they're not there but they're standing there i can't focus on anything <laughs> Oh, well, you should try it with a room full of stickers and just like scream at everything. Because I have some that are just like, they just, they can't, I have no idea why, but they just always are shouting all the time. <laughs> like, their natural voice level is just like yelling. You're like, why? Stop. <laughs> the person you're talking to is one desk away from you. Why are you screaming at them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's the the mentally draining part. It's just that um, always. That's yeah. <laughs> but it's all right. We're almost there, and so so have to. It's also that weird time where it's like, okay, I've got three days this week, and then I got two days next. Mm, okay, so that's a weird time frame I gotta deal with, like. Week, what do I like tomorrow? Time. I got pretty much, yeah. This week I've got filled up real good. I've got everything kind of planned out. And then, like, what do I do for those two days? Like, well, in science, we can just kind of like do science stuff, we can just kind of go for it, you know. But like, some of the other stuff, you're like, well, I could do this. Wait, no, I don't want to start this yet. I could do no, I need more days than that. I could do no, wait, <laughs> dang it. <laughs> so. Got to see what'll fit in my history schedule with right there. That's where I'm at. It's like, what fits? What goes here? I don't know. It's a mystery. So, it's the other annoying thing. Plus, surprise, it was mid quarter progress report time. Someone told me today, like, oh, hey, you got to play hey, progress hey. reports. And I was like, what? My like, what? <laughs> oh, no. You have to wait. Wait, do you have 
not just like mid semester, but you have mid quarter update. Yeah. So like, well, mid semester is the quarter grade, right? That's the quarter grade stuff. But yeah, so we're supposed to like progress reports are like mid quarter. Like, oh, how are you doing? What's your grades look like? They want that home so the parents can see, right? And um, I always forget about it. Uh, well, not just me. Most of the all the sixth grade, we just sort of forget that exists because <laughs> we're always like, "Yo, here's your grade. Why are you missing this assignment? Where's your stuff?" Like that's basically how it works because we're trying to bridge that gap to seventh grade when you're like, <laughs> "You're on your own next year, buddy, and you got gotta figure this out." So <laughs> we're we're very constantly. Uh, most of our kids are very aware of their assignments what they're missing, what their current grade is, you know, we just like talk about it all the time. So then the, the, the administration's like, Oh yeah, you got to send up progress reports. Like what? what? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it's one of those things that you do it just rarely enough that you don't really remember how it works in the computer system. Because <laughs> right? our, our grade book system is the most confusing thing ever like it doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. there's all this like there's bajillions of functionalities that it can do uh, i'm aware of two of them and that's it <laughs> and i don't really <laughs> i know how to take attendance and i can make my gradebook function right i can create assignments and put in scores got it and i can like look up kids contact information i can do that because that's just one click on their name allegedly it can do like a hundred million more things and i have no idea what any of those things are and so like it can run all these reports like thousands of different kinds of reports for stuff but the progress report is somewhere like is it this but no is it that no (laughs) (laughs) i always forget how it works because you only do it like well, we didn't do it first quarter because like progress report for first quarter is like, well, we do our first 20 days, our introduction, our expectation stuff. Well, that's basically mid-quarter done. So you're like, I got one assignment. Okay, that's not useful. So <laughs> we do it like three times a year. Yeah. <laughs> I run mid-quarter reports like three times a year and I never <laughs> remember how to do it. <laughs> it's kind of that thing where you go in there and you just start generating reports. So this one thing I was like, uh, is it that one? And it just generated... 18 blank pages. I was like, what? Nope, not that one. <laughs> Let's try this one. Literally, <laughs> Like, some box is not clicked somewhere in this massive, like, list of things that you have to check yeah. to make it run the thing you want. Like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. The the state of Oklahoma has this, this thing that they like to do where they like to um, come out with new designs and new programs. Uh, so for our, our program system, number one, where we go to like clock in and clock out and put our time to where we get oh, yeah. paid um, and we, where we have all of our forms. Uh, I've been with DHS for over a year and it's changed three times. And every time there's a new system update, there's an email and then there's a training thing over where some of the new stuff is. And so they're like, oh, hey, here's new stuff. Oh, you're busy. And you can't do it. Well, too bad. Uh, uh, yes. So I a lot of us in 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 our district missed the training, and so 
it's like, where where do I go to sign in? Oh, I can't do that anymore the way that I did it for the last uh, yes. oh, okay. <laughs> and then yeah, they, they just have this like there's um there's an online form that I fill out for if if I want to like send a referral somewhere. And I know I have done it over a hundred times, but I still ask my supervisor, I'm like, hey, you know that yeah, form? Where's, the, where's that button? Where's that know. form? And who do I send it? And how do I send it? <laughs> and it's it's the same um, message, like almost every single time of like, yes. are you serious? You do this every time. And then, yeah, I know, but I'm really busy and I forgot. Did I mention I'm busy? And then there's a pause. And then it'll send me a link of the instructions of how to do it. And I'm sure if I type up in my email, I have like 20 of those things. Yeah, that he's just right. been like, ah, here it is. I send it to you again. Like, yay, thank you. That happens a lot. Yeah. My, uh, my, we're going to call it instruction on how to use this system was about five minutes of, the lady being like, Oh yeah, you click this for attendance and then your grade books are here. I got like the brief rundown and she was like, all right, and we'll follow up more later. <clears throat> and I, no, yeah, no, I didn't get any more follow up on that. Um, <laughs> you know, so it was, it was very well. I mean, <clears throat> like I understand why it was rushed. Like I took over somebody else's classroom, like mid basically semester. Sure. Right. Sure. Cause there was, things happening and they're like you yeah. I was like uh yeah, I remember okay <laughs> so i got this big crash course like four years ago and that's the only training i've ever gotten on this <laughs> oh, no. this thing and so like the the other big weird part is apparently the landing page for this system mm-hmm. is like infinitely customizable Oh no. Apparently it is possible to make like shortcuts on your side tab menu thingy. You can like add ways to change it. You can move stuff. You can change the position of that menu. It can be in other places. Right? So so this thing happens where I've never touched it, right? They just log me in and it's boom, done. Got it. Yeah. Now, I'm not touching anything. I don't know how, number one. You're and done. like there's not really too many other things that I actually need it to do that I would need to customize it, right? But other mm-hmm. people are much more expert at this system than I am. So when they come to help me, <laughs> there's about a five-minute period of them going, oh, this is weird because mine doesn't look like this. And like, yeah, I know. I don't, I don't know why, but I can't, I can't change it. I have no idea. <laughs> That's why I'm here talking to you. <laughs> yeah, there'll be this whole big thing. Like, well, do you have this button? No, <laughs> I don't because <laughs> they've added it to like some sort of shortcut menu thing where you can like get there oh. and I have to go the long way around I through see. the sub menus and I don't know how to make it not do that. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's always like, well, do you have this button? No. What about this uh, drop down menu? Also, no. <laughs> where did you get that? I don't know where the came from. So, yeah, I just. <laughs> hmm. yeah. There's that that happens a lot of times in in a lot of our systems where if I'm not logged in to a certain program, I can't access um, a lot of the, the stuff. And so I have to then log out just to log back in 
And <laughs> then I have to type like what I originally was trying to do. And then hopefully it remembers it. But if I don't do it in the right um, internet browser, it says it doesn't recognize me. And so then I have to find whatever internet browser I was using to be able to oh, log yeah, in. Yeah, that's a bomb. And yeah, I, I'm not exactly thrilled, um, but everyone listens to Aaron. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's just, I don't know. We have a, the thing that we use for the virtual students right now, we like are, bought the subscription to this like online thing. Mm-hmm. And um, they're just supposed to kind of go in and just, it's laid up for, it's, it's laid out uh, in such a fashion that they start it and then they just keep going. Right. It's laid out in these segments where it just gives you pieces, pieces, pieces. Uh, I have to go in and like grade it. And on some of the stuff, because there's written essays or stuff like written short answer portions of things that I have to grade and check. <clears throat> but like overall, it's pretty like it kind of runs itself. They just go through and they just do things um, on this little schedule. But uh, the problem is sometimes they'll give me the paper, right? I'll get the scan thing of what they did. But. I don't know what the assignment is supposed to be <laughs> because I'm not in charge of running it. The, there's a curator person that kind of does that stuff or it just like goes by itself. And so I have to like figure out where in the world this assignment came from in this bizarre system that I never have used before <laughs> so that I can kind of read over their thing and understand like, what are you telling me? <laughs> what are you supposed to be doing? Like, I don't even, for some reason, the grade book option where all the stuff lands up, the, the, it's like a grade. It's like basically just, it's just grade me. It's like a needs grading section. Okay. That section does not link to the assignments or the rubric for what they're supposed to give me. So like, I have to go find it. <laughs> and the only way to find it is to, open another tab like Aaron was talking about and then I have to log back in so I mean it might I think it's trying to link me directly there but when I open a fresh tab to do it it takes you to the dashboard page where you have to log in and then you get stuck there you're like well I can't I don't I gotta go manually through all these folder assignment folders to try to figure out which one this is and what the grade is supposed to be what's the rubric for this assignment what even is this where is it at yeah, it's really not very user friendly. That's the uh, at the beginning of quarantine. Whenever they decided to do teleworking from home, the um, IT hotline uh, was shut down for two days because people got their new laptops and then they would call and be like, "Hey, oh. I can't log in." And so, in, in our system, if you type in um, more than like three times consecutively. And it's, mm-hmm. if it's in the incorrect password, it just logs you out. Yeah. Ours <laughs> does that too. For our and like so, employee portal with your insurance and your days. Yeah. Also. And so they, they started doing this thing, thing where they're like, okay, you know, you don't have to change your password. Uh, there's no point. So don't have to worry about it because I, I, I I've called them like, three days in a row like hey my password's not working hey my password's not working and then they're like all right you know what screw it no one has to change their password it's fine everyone's doing okay 
it's just like the name of the company one two three right that's what yeah <laughs> that password thank you yeah, I, yeah. yeah password doesn't fun because at the uh, yeah, apartment we have to we have to change it every I think it's every month and a half, every two months or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. and it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Go, oh. Do you like? Well, yeah. Especially if it's like three times, you just like post which one is it? This no? Is it that no? Is it that no? Oh, no. I already said so it. I've just I've just taken to doing um, set intervals numbers at the end that increase. Um, oh yeah. So it's not it, they don't increase by one each time, but it. Oh yeah, don't don't give away the formula. No. Well, you have to you, you have to guess the eighteen characters before that. Let's just be real. Oh, okay. The key the key to having is a good one. Um, scientific names of animals is are. Oh, that's true. That would be a good one. I love that. So that is really good. <laughs> <laughs> Egyptian king names. Boom. There you go. Thirty-seven letters. <laughs> Now you like the full name, not just the 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 full cartouche name, not just the little (laughs) like Russian (laughs) soccer players or hockey players. Yes, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) I was gonna say something else, but I forgot. Oh, right. I don't know if I've mentioned this other little fun side detail about the computer system that we've got for our virtual students. Stop me if you've heard this before. Um, it does not match my curriculum at all. <laughs> I think you you mentioned that at one time, and that was because you, you you had mentioned it whenever you guys were learning about it, and and you had no idea how to like match up the progress of the students. And, like, how nothing to deal with students that like, <laughs> left or came back or anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> And again, the other frustrating thing is like if we like we have so far avoided we knock on the wood here, uh taking uh, a extended like wellness break where you have to go online and stuff like that. Well, that they're like, oh, use this thing for your kids in your class. I I mean, I it doesn't match at all. Because the state of Missouri says, okay, they have their like science standards broken down into uh 6-8. Boom. That's it. There's a big list of them. Like, uh, in sixth through eighth grade, do these things. That's what it says. And so the school then decides how to space those out and divide them into which grade does which ones. I see. Right. So, like, we have picked, like, I'm going to do these ones. And then a seventh and eighth grade science teacher is going to do those. And we've kind of scaffolded it. Scaffold. Yes, just scaffold it uh, <laughs> accordingly, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> to how it how it should go, right? With some, so this one here, and then the next year we're gonna add these to it to build up, and then you know a wee bit of spiraling. Science likes to spiral, so like you do it this year, and then like a, you know skip a year, and the next year it comes back again, but it's like more detailed things mm-hmm. you know yeah. <clears throat> so we've kind of made that out that way and then this thing's like no it's like this so almost all of the stuff in the mine is stuff that she teaches in seventh grade uh because it's technically on the list but i don't do it <laughs> oh yeah. what kind of what kind of guidance do you have for that or do you i guess none what, what do you mean which uh, from the school on like how to handle that different 
oh, I, I had no guidance. I had, well, just go with it. Like, okay. <laughs> cool. So, Google Classroom it is. There we go. Perfect. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I already do that anyway. Yeah. That's where I live my life. That's what we did today. <clears throat> it makes things like turning in papers easier. Because, like, today we read from the book, but I just sent them a blank paper in Google Classroom. Like, Put your answers on this. Mm. Done. That way you don't, you don't lose it. It doesn't go away. You don't be like, oh, I turned it in. Like, no, no, don't lie to me. I sent you the thing. Ha ha. <laughs> I can see. Some of them are just ridiculous and they'll just like delete it. And I'm like, well, now you have a zero. So you redo it and show me the thing because I'm giving you a zero because you deleted the thing I gave you. Okay. Hmm. That was ridiculous. <laughs> Get out of here. Blah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, have you heard the news? Um, there are lots of things. I'm waiting. Yes. Um, <laughs> oh, this is good news. Oh, good news. Good news. Good news. No. No, none of that bad news nonsense. That's all you hear all the time. Uh, I read mere hours ago <laughs> that the trailer for the next episode of the Grand Tour comes out tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> oh. Yes. Bam. Finally. <laughs> Something to look forward to. So excited. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'm excited, but ex- ex- except for the fact that I've been like waiting forever for like a two hour show, and they'd be like, ah, dang it, now it's over. What? Why? It's crazy because um, the last one came out in what was it last fall at this point? So it's been almost a yeah. whole year. I think so. Since the last one came out, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which I have, I have gone yes. back and rewatched. So we'll see uh, that that one. It was uh, called uh, Demon. Uh, I rewatched that one. Yes, probably about seven times. That was a good one. Oh, I definitely not. I might have watched it twice more. Oh. I never. I didn't watch it seven times. <laughs> it's not bad. That- and I was going to watch this weekend, but I forgot because I was too ex- exhausted. The James May's cooking show came out too. Oh yeah, that, well that was our that was so our watch that one. challenge. Watch James May cooking show. Yeah, I was too exhausted this weekend. I could not function at all. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll have to get on that for next time. But I thought I was I was still excited to watch it because I saw some trailers and stuff on the on like YouTube and on the drive or the food tribe thingy. He was talking about it a little bit. So we'll see how that goes. But I think uh, it should at least be funny. Anyway, I don't know if it's good necessarily, but it should be funny. <laughs> Ready. I don't know if I'll learn any cooking tips <laughs> or be able to prepare any dishes. <laughs> uh, but it should at least be entertaining. 
Always. I always like that. Oh yeah. We'll have to do a uh we'll have to do a like watch what? party for that one maybe. And uh do a commentary. Oh, I think we should do that. I think we should do that. Ah, maybe. Might try that. That'd be, That'd be funny. Uh, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, no, I, I was, I was, I was gonna say, I, I, I've been too busy watching like The Mandalorian, so I, oh, I, I can't, oh my I, gosh, I can't emotionally get into develop, enveloped in another series just yet. I, well, it's very short, and it's about cooking things. Yeah, I, I mean, like with, being bad with uh, it, so. the Grand Tour, because I, I have to, um, I have to turn my brain off and and watch the uh, the British uh, baking show. I uh, guess uh, because I, I I love that. That's Brilliant. my that's my Ben's watching show. But yeah, we've been we've been watching the Mandalorian. Um, oh yeah, we'll we'll come back to the baking show thing in just a minute because that's on our topic list, and we talked about that because I watched them too uh, today. All I've heard, well, not heard, but all I've seen on the internet is about the female Mandalorian armor. Oh my gosh, guys! This female, uh, they got breast armor. It's so dumb. Like it's so unrealistic. I can't even. Like, if you do something like that, these people on the internet come out of the woodwork, like insane. Like, well, um, uh, actually, that's not how female armor would actually look if you were, uh, if you were gonna armor the female body. Like, dude. First of all, is that first of all? This is not actual 14th century armor. Go away. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Star Wars, first of all. Like, yeah. who cares, man? It's a fantasy thing. Like, I can't even... <laughs> it drives me crazy. Like, I can't... Like, these people are so obsessed with their hobby of, like, <clears throat> the study of armors. Which, I get it. It's kind of interesting. It's cool. I like to learn about it. But you got to calm down, dude, <laughs> when you're talking about Star Wars armor. Okay? We got to stop. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Just stop. I love your uh, necktie. And, it's based uh, on actual internet <laughs> critics. People. Neck, neck weird Twitter uh, voice. Yeah. You, well, those, like, those, uh, <clears throat> those, like, Badly lit one camera angle rants where there's some dude like yelling at the laptop, like, yeah, webcam. Like, that's it, that's what those are all about. But even some of the people whose like whole YouTube channels are like armor and historic related, like, I can't even with some of those people when they get on this soapbox, they just start going crazy. <laughs> and there's one guy, I'm not gonna mention his name because I'm not gonna throw shade at him or anything like that, but like, but. <laughs> well, he goes on and on and on and on and on. He's so pedantic about everything everything he says is like oh, actually it's blah blah and then he like came out and he was like yo i wrote a book it's gonna be great like, okay first of all there's no way i would read that because it would just be you literally explaining every single detail about how the armor works and functions and everything i cannot imagine a more boring thing to read in my entire life than anything that you wrote stop it <laughs> just goes on and on about like well what's wrong with the armor in the lord of the rings or what's wrong with this and what yes i'm sure that your thing is absolutely perfect and beautiful and wonderful and 850 pages of the descriptions of buckles come on right there's the <laughs> stop it <laughs> i bet it's just all of that stuff all those chapters in moby dick they're just about whale anatomy you're like why 
Is this here? <laughs> what was going on? I have no. What happened to Ahab and Ishmael and the other guy? Like, why is this chapter only about whale teeth? What in the world's happening? <laughs> Because in his first draft, he just glancingly went off the anatomy of a whale, and he got the well actually crowd writing him on pen and on quill and paper uh, about that's the true. He, this, the he miscounted the number 18th of century well actually cloud yeah. of the <laughs> and, he, and he said, "Okay, whalers, I will. You know, right. I'll show you. Show I'll just, you. I'll just physically describe the science diagram of sperm whale in my novel." Yes. Every other, like every three chapters, I'm going to give you one of those. And they were the only people to write in. So he's like, well, I guess these are the crowd I need to make sure I appease. So let me write. Yeah. <laughs> and then that Nantucket crowd, man, just like good. Em. So like, I've heard good things about the Mandalorian. It's really cool. <laughs> uh, you know, good stuff about it. And then like all I saw on the internet today on the, like my YouTube feed, cause I'm a dork and I watch things about like ancient weaponry. Is all these people all of a sudden be like, oh my gosh, once again, flawed armor designs in fantasy novels. Like, and fantasy television show has unrealistic armor. Like, <laughs> it's, it's a fantasy show. It's called science fiction, dude. We think Stop. To the other word you used in that sentence about it not being real. Yeah. Like, I get it. Right. I understand why you would be a little weirded out by that because it is kind of a weird concept. Like, why would that? It's literally not going to help anything. Well, sure. But it's also not designed to protect you from swords and axe strikes. It's from a blaster that doesn't exist. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand. But what I was going to say. Um, uh, are you impressed with uh, WWE Women's Champion Sasha Banks's appearance in The Mandalorian? Was really what I wanted. To ask um, I'm also <laughs> nerding out. It, it's kind of one of those shows where, like, it, it, the first time in a long time where like all of my nerdiness from all of the animated series, books, and all that stuff actually, you know, coming to life. And you know how it's it's all tying things together. Like the guy that played Django Fett in the um, Clone Wars. Oh yeah, uh, New Zealand guy. So he's actually in the new series. Oh, is he really? Because he he's playing because I I don't know if if you watch it. Um, I, I don't. I don't have. But so pluses of Disney's. But Bubba Fett is 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 alive, and so. He he made a little cameo, uh, but he hasn't been revealed yet. But he he's like standing on this thing, and all of my you know nerd sensors went off. <laughs> and uh, the new episode that just came out ties in a lot to what was um, done in the the animated series. And so my nerd alarms went off there because uh, I was sitting there watching it with Shelby, and I was like, "It's it's it's the person and the thing." And so. Yeah. Um, I, I had to take my a little a little insulin shot and calm down. Uh, but if you were ranting I, about chest armor, <laughs> no, I could care less because all of the stuff that the character and what they did in the thing, I was like it's, it's, the stuff. So I had to again kind of <laughs> calm down. But it, it was it was a nice change. Um, it, it's one of the the first shows in a long time because the last time I've had 
kind of that, oh, I, I need to watch this the day it comes out was you know, Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. And so um, the first time in a long time where a show has actually, you know, grabbed my attention right off the bat and like, oh, yeah, I got to watch. I got to watch this or hey, I got to watch, you know, it when it comes out. So I'll, all of my emotion and all of my um, stuff is being poured into the Mandalorian right now. So I, I don't have an, I don't have enough heart or love to give anything else at the moment it's all that. going to, it's all going to the mandalorian i have that about i have i still haven't watched um the season two of hannah that came out on amazon uh, yeah. uh season one is such it's so good like i really like that show but that show gives you like massive anxiety because yeah. it's like thriller spy craziness so like the whole time you're just like <gasps> <laughs> right it's all <laughs> like emotionally i'm not quite ready for season two because season one was like exhausting to watch because it's like so good you know it's like really well done and everything and it's like so intense that i was like i, I want to watch season two i'm i'm not ready for season two yet though i can't handle it. <laughs> yeah for those of us who haven't seen it but so uh hannah is imagine jason Bourne is a 14 year old girl oh okay so like trained in the wilderness by like yeah or something her dad this guy has her in the woods right hiding from somebody they're just at the beginning the first episode they're in the woods and they're hiding and you have no idea why and you don't have no idea from whom they're hiding uh and then later in the episode it becomes very clear that somebody has found them uh, and they want them. It's like the Treadstone trying to track down Jason Bourne. Yeah. You know, how you kind of like, you know they're not really above board, and but you don't know why or what they've been up to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> it's kind of like that. And so she's like, it's in like the Russian wilderness. And so she escapes. And so he is going off on his own thing to try to do something. And then she goes on this like crazy thing. She like meets this girl on vacation in like North Africa from like London or someplace. Okay. And she has to try to be like, Oh yes, I am also a normal child <laughs> lost from my dad is banker and I am totally normal child person. Ha uh, ha. And so this weird friendship sort of starts developing between like this, like totally normal spoiled girl and like, Hannah, who's like a crazy, like super ninja person for some reason. You don't know why. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah. It's all this weird thing. And it's the whole season is like <clears throat> they're being chased by these like shadow corporation villainous like thing or whatever. Mm. And <clears throat> you're trying to figure out why and what in the world they've been doing and why is Hannah important and how did she become how she is and yeah. who is this guy who's. Mm her dad why is he important like why do they you know it's this whole like spy thing and oh my god it's really good but (laughs) man is it emotionally taxing (laughs) sounds like it okay it's really good though i really like it (laughs) i was gonna but yeah i was gonna add that the uh only controversy i had heard from the mandalorian i have not watched it yet is um, that there was a considerable crowd that is made uh, massively upset by the fact that uh, Baby Yoda keeps trying to eat the egg. Yes. He, he, is, slight, he is slightly 
not on purpose trying to commit some form of genocide, but uh, it's it's not. He, he he's fine. Everyone's fine. Many people. It's uh, <laughs> I have no idea what those words mean. I know. All I know is, <clears throat> well, the only two headlines I saw for today was literally Sasha Banks is on there. And that's just because I look at wrestling news a lot because we watch wrestling together with Shayna, mm-hmm. right? It's our family bonding time. And then uh, the world is upset about female Mandalorian armor being a thing. Okay. I don't know about the world. A small corner of the internet is upset <laughs> loudly about female Mandalorian armor being a thing. Which is, <laughs> I just, again, it's this ridiculous, well, actually, culture. I know it's so weird. Like I can't never understand that. Can we? Like I understand trying to make a historical documentary about 14th century France, and you Mm -hmm. put in like 16th century, like or late 15th century Gothic fluted armor. That doesn't make sense. That's a weird. Like, uh, why is that happening? That does. That's like you know, that is not correct. Yeah. Uh, but like, if you want to make space armor a thing, I don't, I don't care because it's space armor, man. Come on, somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. <clears throat> I mean, there's an argument to be made that you're like, I guess somehow objectifying female form by like making the armor like explicitly female mm-hmm. maybe but like also on the flip side of that there is the argument to be made of they're all wearing armor and masks uh in order to delineate they are female you might need to do something right like <laughs> yeah it's not so like thing. i don't and, and again as you mentioned earlier we're not trying to deflect spears and arrows and we don't you know don't need to design yeah. that kind of thing so yeah, and it's not like it's like female armor in an RPG where it's like a metal bikini thing, right? Yeah. It's not like that, like, grossly objectified. Like, like what even? Why? What even is happening right here? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. whatever. Uh, People are going to so, complain. Yeah, about just the smallest things in the world. Mm-hmm. And well, again, there's a time and a place for that. <clears throat> like if you're watching a show about Romans and they're wearing a Greek helmet, you're going to go, what are you doing? What's wrong with you? See? That's objectively wrong. <clears throat> but, you know, space armor. Okay, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why it's important to turn your brain to the baking show. Aaron, I want to hear about your baking show of choice. Yeah. So my mine is the um, was it the Great British Bake Off? Um, uh, something like on. that. Yeah. Yeah. And so I let's see here. Where are you? Um, yeah, the Great British Baking Show. Um, I I just love it. Uh, just because it's like it's one of those shows where there's never like you know any major drama it's just literally british people baking and 
Like that's that's it. Like that's all. That's all you need. That's all you need in life. <laughs> it's it's just you know every everyone's on like the same page. Everyone's you know all you know cheering for everybody else and and all this stuff. It's it, it's just it's just fun. Um. I like the hosts, although I can't exactly remember names. Ones they, um, they're in a bunch of other British like um, comedy shows and sketches, and it, it's just something that's just really fun to <laughs> fun to just turn my brain off and like, oh, no, that's like a, a French, you know, or something. Like it's like, oh, that's oh, I didn't know that existed. Wow, uh, ordeal. So it, it it's just. I can turn my brain off. I can put it on the background and let let the uh, you know let my brain just turn off for a little bit and have at it. it it's it's just it, it, again. There's there's not. I hate shows like that just have drama for drama. Uh, I don't find like that Jersey Shore for you, I guess. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> like that's not fun for me. Yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like, man, it's just fun just to get on there and just watch people do something that they love to do, and you know, yeah, some of things those, like that. Some of those shows that have like drama for drama, they give me like I don't remember what it's actually called, but it's like the opposite of Schadenfreude, where you like you feel terrible. And like really guilty that people are doing bad. Yeah, <laughs> like what? like your empathies and like overdrive. You're like, oh, I can't watch this. It's too upsetting. I don't like. It. I mean, it's it's literally just people like you know going out there and just baking whatever, and like not like yeah they they have like their own little you know stuff that they have to do, and yeah they they have like you know the the emotional parts where it tells you about you know their backstory. Like, well, yeah, yeah, but like. But at the same time, it's very like, you know, you, you have people to root for. You don't really have anyone to root against because they don't really have any any people that's like a super jerk or anything. It's just all just like, look, yeah. like, I like baking. I, you know, here to bake. And I'm like, oh, this person's here to bake. And oh, they want to, they just want to, you know, do something because their parents did it or whatever. So like little yeah. little things like that is like, oh okay, that's why these people Well I think that I haven't seen very many episodes of that. But the cool thing is the variety of stuff they make is crazy. It's like is it because it is just like blanket oh you're baking things. Like yeah. the amount of different things that they are tasked with making from episode to episode is really wide and vast. And so you get to see lots of Excuse me. Lots of different like techniques and different things getting made, or like cool ideas and stuff. Yeah, it's, really it's, of, it's, it's interesting. It's never, it's never it's like, the uh, same. Yeah, and it's all like, hey, can you build this cake into a cathedral? We don't know either. See what happens. <laughs> kind of stuff. And like, no. <laughs> yeah, I just like little, you know, little random things like that. We're just like, oh man, these, this person, you know grew up with nothing like all they want to do is just come out here and, and bake and just you know be there for their family and you're like man i am 100 percent rooting for that person and you know all their all their endeavors and stuff and yeah it, it, it's just it's just fun just to go out there and 
and I can put it on the background while while I work and just be like, oh yeah, oh he is making that. Oh, I can't believe he's doing that instead of this. Oh really? Like I I don't put like oh that's what that's what I forgot like super investment, but I it's just something that's like oh wow these people like are doing this and oh really and oh wow. But yeah, you become these kind of shows like this. These like the contest shows, especially like any type of contest show where you have to like make a thing and then be judged on it. Um, yeah. Like you become an armchair expert, like real quick, right? Like <laughs> That's, that's exactly what happens. Like the memes are true. Like after like three episodes, you're like, oh, I can't believe they're doing that. Why would you put the fondant like that? You've got to make your seams better. <laughs> like I've literally never made a kit ever in my life. And I'm like critiquing these people. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my friend and, and it's the his silliest wife, thing uh gerald and if you're if you're listening to this she she's the one that got me like hooked on the show and, and she isha loves baking and it, it was always just kind of funny to watch her be like well i wouldn't have made it like that have you ever made that before no but i still wouldn't have made it like that and then it's like exactly. my cooking experience is not like anything special granted i use my microwave a few times and in my old apartment i never turned on my oven but it's like oh well that's the design you made oh a ladybug really Hmm. i mean i wouldn't have done that but (laughs) (laughs) the speed at which you become a chair expert it's just it's fascinating yes. right because i do it too you're like oh my gosh you're using that ingredient why would you do like i really have no idea what i'm talking about mm-hmm. <laughs> but these are things i say out loud to my wife <laughs> let, me, let me be perfectly clear i know nothing i have no idea what's going on right now but I'm yeah about it. or like or like when they when they say a uh, a certain you know uh, order or something. It's like, oh, this is a um, a great thing from blah blah blah. I'm like, I've never heard of that before. And you have to like Google search before they make it. I'm like, well, hold on, yeah. I gotta. Yeah, it's it's one of those shows where I I love that aspect of it. Yeah, but like twelve episodes later, you're all like, I can't believe you're pairing those two things together. I would never. <laughs> that's just so cliche. I don't know why you would do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, you go from literally never heard of it before to being like an expert on how it's prepared and what other things that you can pair it to. Or, or they say it's like, oh, this is this is a little. Uh, you know, this is a little hard, and you know, she's soft. I'm like, you're right, it should be softer, exactly. <laughs> yes, the thing that I have no idea what it is. You no, know, I concur with you, sir. And I definitely <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't have made it that tacky. It's like, oh, you use bad, <laughs> different kind of sauce. I mean, ugh, it's risky, but you know, it's so untraditional of you. Like, I don't know what that, that means. That's but exactly <laughs> what I get into. Like, oh, I mean, oh, I wouldn't have done that, but I mean, if, if <laughs> you feel that's what it should have been done then i you know so is it is it kind of like for me i've never seen a, a, a baking show like that but i have watched tv shows that are like the the how it's made where they show you like the machinery that makes a pencil or crayons or a tin can and i've also an underrated television program i, I do love those show. that's a beautiful show like if you're like can't sleep you throw a sucker on well so so is is part of the appeal that kind of um, insight into a process that you have no idea to see the skill, like the 
physicality of well, making something or is uh, part it- of it is and like uh the other thing is usually in in not just being show but like a other uh show where you have to make thing there is some kind of time limit involved right <clears throat> so they'll be like do this all this stuff in four hours like uh okay so the other part of it is like can you pull off this like crazy complex thing a seems to be an absurdly short amount of time right so it's kind of where the other like that's your quote-unquote like drama part is like can they actually do it because it's kind of like a <clears throat> that challenge aspect of it is there's a time limit usually <clears throat> and then that's where that's where kind of that comes in where they're like, oh they've got to make all these decisions and they have to try to complete this task and and usually in something like that, or in the in the other one i watch cake wars i've been watching cake wars i don't know why Ooh, yeah. but like they're like come up with this crazy idea and then they're like got 30 minutes left you're like dude you're not gonna make that happen you gotta change your plan now you gotta change your mind <laughs> right like can you execute and do all this stuff within this time window so that's that's the other part that's kind of interesting so yes there is there is a how do you actually do that part of like them putting together and like making this thing or in the baking show like how do you bake that thing like what does that look like and also like can you make this really complicated thing in a very short amount of time and make it printable and like actually taste good so that's the other like that's where the competition part comes in is there it's timed so it's like ah it's nerve wracking I for a while was really into um, Iron Chef. Oh yeah, like I I don't know if if it was just the the atmosphere or what, but I was like, oh, I mean, you you have to make three courses in you know five hours. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I mean, the, can you do it? Like that that was <laughs> yeah. that was always that was always fun for me. Um, and then like like shows like that, and then. You know, tying into shows like No Reservation by Anthony Bourdain. That oh, yeah. was, you know, that that was another show that I could, you know, binge watch. Either be a, a traveling show or a cooking show that I, I can just, you know, like, oh, you're eating lamb's tongue. I mean, oh, I don't know if I could in that situation, but well, I bet I, I, I could eat that. Like, yeah, that doesn't look too bad. Like in the moment of sitting in the safety of my couch, um, right, <laughs> kind of thing. It's like, oh, I mean. Oh, uh, you know, a pig's tail. I don't know. I mean, I, I bet I could eat that. Um, but yeah, like show, shows like that to me are just, you know, no, you know, I, I could just go in. Just, I, I don't need a plot. I don't need, you know, like they, they have to make this at this amount of time. Perfect. I'm going to watch them get it done and, you know, take it from there. Like th- things like that are, are kind of the shows that I, I enjoy watching on you know any given basis. Really, uh, fun callback. Uh, the host of the old host of Iron Chef America, that Mark Descasos guy. Yeah, you know who that is. That is uh, definitely the same guy that put Manny in Brotherhood of the Wolf. Boom. Ah, but you know that. <laughs> that is weird. Okay, <laughs> it does. <clears throat> I would, I would not have been, been expecting that, but seeing, seeing his face or picturing his face, yeah, uh, I could, I could definitely be like, oh, that is him. I'll be dang. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
So good. <laughs> so once again, listeners, watch Brotherhood of the Wolf. Anyway, uh, the we're just going to also like to movie review of this. I'm right, we're just going to have to do it. Okay, okay, I'm down. Uh, <laughs> I the other yeah, I never. I watched that some like those where they have to do that. Like there's like super intense like cooking shows or yeah. kind of like, eh, like I watch them sometimes, mm-hmm. but I can't like, you know, every once in a while it's fine. But, uh, I like, we've been watching cake wars mostly because like, there's certain night of the week where there's not really things on television and like to like eat supper and watch TV like together and you know do our you know family yeah. time or whatever. <clears throat> but it was just on one time a random channel I was surfing. It was like, let's watch this. And it was like, what is this happening? Why? <laughs> so it's that same kind of thing, that like competition deal, but they make these crazy themed cake things. Right. They have some sort of theme for the episode. Like one time it was like a celebration of like where's waldo we had to make these like big giant where's waldo cake <laughs> or like <laughs> yeah it was crazy or like one was like ninja turtles theme because they were gonna take it and they were gonna take the cake to like a ninja turtles premiere party for the new animated series or whatever <laughs> like one does yeah yeah like you do uh and so they're these people that are bakers and they want to compete on it they come here they can win money and then they get do all this stuff, but the stuff that they make is so unbelievable. <laughs> like, like, why do you have a four foot tall cake that's like insanely detailed and has like the love story of Waldo on it? And then you actually have like all of the characters like laying around. <laughs> well, and so the, the competition is usually like, you know, here's the theme. Yeah. Who executes the theme the best? Yeah. Right, so it's it's two parts. Like, does your cake work and taste good? And did you make like a crazy visually interesting cake about whatever the theme is? And that's where the judging part comes in. So it's a two stage thing. There it's was... always like, oh, it always it seems like it always comes down to like, oh, this person they said they really liked their cake and it's like super delicious, but their theme is just kind of so so. And this person's cake was just like pretty average, but their theme is like amazing. So who's it gonna be? Right? It's that that that's the <laughs> almost always that's the last two people. Mm-hmm. Almost always that's how it works. <laughs> what was the? There's a TV show that was like like sandcastle wars where their whole yes. thing was you know what? building a, some sort of sandcastle yes, yes i do remember that what? yeah that's they, also they, a thing i remember that uh, they always had um some form of sandcastle competition mm-hmm. and yeah. People, and yeah you'd get on there and you know like oh you have to build you know whatever in this amount of time I'm like okay and they're like oh i don't know if i can build my, you know, I tower in that time. <clears throat> like I have feel confident, you know, always, always something that That's was true. like that. The other one that we watch a lot of times too is that Forged in Fire show, where they, it's like blacksmithing oh, kind of yes. show. It's like yeah. make a knife, two hours go. You're like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and what? people are always fascinating because they're like somebody who's been forging things like in the woods or in their garage. 
in their little in, you know in the in the suburbs and uh, yeah just watching them go at it like okay that's fascinating mostly because i have no well idea. The, the other thing is like some of those people on that show, side note here is they really confuse me because they'll come on there and you know, like almost every week, the first knife is like, oh, make a knife that's like between 12 and 14 inches long. Okay. Every week, every episode ever, not everyone, but most of them. And there's some people that'll be like, yeah, man, that's, it's going to be rough. I've never made a knife that big before. Like what? You didn't like practice. You didn't like, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What? <laughs> I understand if you're like, oh, I've never made a 16th century rapier before. That makes sense to me. That's perfectly understandable for like the weird challenge weapon they pull out of nowhere. <laughs> if you've never made Claymore, I get that. That's fair. But if you've never, <laughs> if you're a knife maker and you've never made like a bigger knife, what, what are you doing? <laughs> right? What? What is that? <laughs> You're saying, and I know this is my armchair quarterback coming through, but like, you didn't even think like I'm going to be on force of fire. Maybe I should practice making knife that's bigger than six inches. <laughs> would you? Why would you do that? I don't know. <laughs> but uh, the reason this is a handy comparison is because like the judges on like force of fire are all very like complimentary, and they're like. Uh, we like these things, but the reason your blood didn't work because this is burn and this is dangerous and this doesn't work. Uh, overall, you did a really good job. Yeah. At next time, better luck next time. <laughs> Cake wars, though. Man, sometimes the lady that's on there—I don't remember what her name is—she's like terrifying. <laughs> oh no! This what this one She basically went. I don't know what's worse. The way your cake tastes or the way it looks. Like, dang, lady. <laughs> it's very, she's just very, like, blunt. She's like, this cake tastes awful. Like, okay, well, God. Thank you. No ambiguity here. Yeah. And moving on. <laughs> or they're always like, the other thing happens is somebody's like, oh, we're going to use this, like, really great flavor. And we're going to try to put it in there. And she'll be like. I was really excited to taste that flavor, but not here at all. Oh. I can I can't taste any of it. Like, <laughs> oh no! Oh, bird, got him! Like, <laughs> oh man! <laughs> but I mean, she's not like mean about it. <laughs> but Susan's like oh, that. It's just so hateful. I can't even say it's that bad. <laughs> but like, it's it's still it's still some things that she's just really like. And then the other guy too, he's much better. Uh, the one of the main guys that's on there, he'll always be like, you know, I appreciate what uh, you were going for, but if you have any hesitation about being able to execute that idea, maybe don't do it. You're like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like a super nice roundabout. We'll be like, yo, that's awful. What are you thinking? <laughs> Next time, listen to your intuition when it says, stop. Yeah, and the worst ones are always like, like oh, I was, I was really excited to taste this flavor because it's my favorite, and this just is not good. Like, oh no! Yeah. <laughs> now they had to get you because you insulted them personally. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I love malt flavoring, but this doesn't taste anything like what malt you have done. Oh, no. 
<laughs> it's a personal <laughs> affront to them. Yeah, yeah. This my literal favorite thing here. You ruined it. I'm like, no. You have taken the last, my one last joy from me in life. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it's just fun to kind of like the things that these people can <laughs> nowhere. Like, I'm gonna have all these raw ingredients, and in three hours, you're gonna have a five foot Where's Waldo cake. Like, what? Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Well, how? He got me in trap. Okay, show me. Let's see. What's up? <laughs> but yeah, it's a fun thing to just sort of sit down and watch mindlessly so you don't have to worry about drama or being yeah. terrified when you think Hannah's going to be killed or kidnapped or like. <laughs> <laughs> you need a, yeah, just, well, that's just that mental break, right? <laughs> Where the stakes yeah. are genuinely very, very low. There's still stakes, right? That keeps you interested. There are still but... stakes. Sometimes those cake fall, right? They're like, oh, oh my gosh, I don't know if it's sturdy enough. And you, they get on the judge's stand and like slowly, every once in a while, one just starts tipping over. You're like, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, the answer was no. <laughs> it was not sturdy enough. <laughs> yes. <laughs> is this cake? No, not even a little bit. That... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, Colin, you're going to have to watch a baking show. That's really I what think, it's boils down to. Yeah. You have to well, find something. So, so, we've got... Okay, so we've got one... So, we already have one challenge. Watch the James... Well, okay, my baking show is going to be James May. There you go. I say it's true. That's true. You have to watch James May cook things. We totally should watch that for next time. At least one episode. And see. Okay. Not the whole thing, Aaron. You don't have to watch all of them. You could pick one. Yeah. <laughs> well, Does, it comes out on Amazon. Is that what it is? Yeah, I think so. Yes, it's on Amazon Prime. Okay. Do you want to um, uh, 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 like figure out which one we want to re- watch, or we just all watch the one episode, or or how- you want to watch like each person watch a different episode? Yeah, what do you or have to, we can watch all of them, but at least you know take notes of one episode. What do you want to do? It would probably be better to watch not all the same one. Yeah. Right. So we can just we'll we'll decide. We'll figure that out because I have no idea how many there even are. I don't even know. We'll, we'll discuss we'll discuss off. Okay. Got it. We'll do. <laughs> <laughs> I'd bring it up here, but phone, why are you not cooperating with me? What are you doing? <laughs> there we go. That's better. <clears throat> here, see, there's Hannah. Pull it up. Hannah's just staring me in the face. Watch me do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrifying. I don't want that at all. <laughs> I'm scared. I don't want to watch it. Yeah, I mean, I do, but also I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do, but also no. How's it gonna happen? Oh, it's seven. There's seven episodes. Okay. So they are. In case you're curious, since I haven't pulled up, and they're also only thirty minutes long. Thirty-one minutes. Excuse me. What's the, what's the? Uh, they aren't. Well, it's the the show. Yeah. Uh, it's called James May O Cook. O Cook. Oh. 
Yes. Ha ha. Get it? Because it's James May and he's funny. The episodes are entitled as follows. Starting with, I'm just going to start it. I'm not going to read the numbers for all of them, but number one, Asian Fusion. Okay. And then we have Pub Classics. Next up is Pasta. Four would be Curry. And then Pudding, which I'm imagining is English Pudding, not like. Jello pudding, right? Uh, six is breakfast, and seven is just called roast. So you oh. can think about which one that you are most interested in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and go from there. So, labeled, boom. Labeled a documentary. I don't think that's appropriate, but okay. I mean, it's documenting James May cooking things, so... Okay. So that kind of works. Kind of. <laughs> we'll find out. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sweet. Okay. Blam. Watch at least one episode. Of James Bay. <laughs> Indeed. All right. Very good. <clears throat> I like it. Oh, uh, before we go, <clears throat> I just, I will confess uh, something, I oh, guess. No. Um, <clears throat> guess who? Guess who? This week realized that their car tags expired in August. Hey! Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listeners, this is uh, being recorded uh, in this is November 17th. <laughs> Whoopsie Daisy! What was the? Um, I mean, you were down there replacing a light bulb on around the bumper for a while. Um, yeah, but that was on Shana's car. Uh, so I, oh, did I tell you about that one? By the way, oh my gosh, that yeah. The, yeah. You, said, you said that they made the perfect design in every car. Should the perfect design? Chevy, Chevy, Chevrolet Malibu has come up with the perfect design of a front end of a car. In order to replace one headlight. You must remove the front bumper of the car. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It took me three hours to do this. I took us. It was a team effort. I will say, whole family pitched in Aww. doing it. And I would also, I would just like to defend uh, on international radio here. <clears throat> Hello, Slovenia. How's it going? Uh, <laughs> I would like to defend the humble adjustable wrench because it gets a lot of flack from people, right? They're like, oh, it's not a real wrench. It's the same. Well, actually, people. Well, actually, it's not actually a real wrench. Uh, In order to do the job properly, you need a custom-sized wrench of the exact specifications uh, of the bolt diameter. No. Uh, I removed basically the entire front end of a car. (laughs) With, with, with an, an adjustable wrench. wrench. <laughs> and an and wrench. 
boom. And I had one socket because uh, I could not get the bolt like up inside the wheel well. It needed a socket driver. Mm. So I got, I found the socket driver later. We had to go buy a 10 millimeter socket because for some reason I did not have a 10 millimeter <laughs> socket. The most common of all. And yeah, apparently the most common car socket size ever is 10 millimeter. There's a pro tip for you all out there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had to replace the whole, I took off almost the entire front end of a car with an adjustable wrench. So I'm here to defend the humble adjustable wrench as a valuable tool in the arsenal. And don't let any haters tell you the adjustable wrench is garbage because it saved my butt. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so so you- it saved me like two hundred dollars in mechanic fees. <clears throat> yeah, but so anyway, did you- the car thing this this whole last past two weeks has been atrocious. We had that. We had our thermostat went out in our car, so we went and got it replaced. Um, and then like found out that it was leaking, so we had to take it back. Something had broken when they fixed it. But I think they broke it. So, like, straight up, the guy we take it to, uh, he's, like, top-notch, straight-up good dude. He was just like, oh, yeah, I think we broke that. We're just going to fix it. Boom. Done. Oh. Nothing. Yeah. Nope. Straight up. <clears throat> fix the whole thing. Guy's amazing, right? Uh, <laughs> Save Jason. Great guy. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so we did that. And then, like, over the weekend, had a flat tire. Like, so I had to call him back. Hey, we need to bring our car back to you because our tire blew out and we got to fix it. So we had to buy a new tire, blah, blah. And then just like the other day, I don't know what happened, but I was carrying in groceries, right? And I went to close the trunk and it almost hit me in the head. And I was just looking straight at the license plate and went, oh, no. <laughs> I had this just, just my eye just looked directly at that little thing on the license plate that said August and I was like oh it's November oh no <laughs> so we had to go to the DMV <laughs> get new tags for the car But I'm glad you were, you know, able to do that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It was so uh, we did that yesterday, I guess. That you weren't the, you know, you weren't the one that has had the, the latest delinquent tags that they've ever seen. So I'm sure. Oh, yeah. It was only a couple months, but still, like, yeah, the lady was like, oh, yeah, it's no big deal. I guess their office is like way behind because we never got anything in the mail about it. We never got nothing, like, whatever. So, yeah. I was just carrying groceries and just happened to look at the rear license plate because it's on the trunk, you know? Yeah. And it was like, uh, that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the right. That's not what month this is. Oh, no. A lot. <laughs> so we're good now. We're all good. Got it fixed up. <laughs> Hooray. Yes. Susan saved the day again because she's like, well, I have to leave and go do something on Monday and I have to go to town. So, like, I'll just go do it. I was like, okay. <laughs> like, sweet. sweet. Thank you. Mm-hmm. She's went and did it. It's fine. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> give an update on our uh, on our Jeep. Oh yeah. So last oh week. yeah, real quick though, shout out to the DMV because they they get a lot of flack too. But the every time I've had to deal with the one here in town, like they're just like the super nicest people ever. So ours are so nice. I like to, I, I like to shatter that stereotype at least for my local DMV yeah. uh, in my area. Like mm-hmm. the people in there are super helpful and real chill and just really nice. So to <clears throat> give. Give DMV people a shout out here because they get a lot of garbage. And so I think. <laughs> you know, I think part of it is what attitude you bring to them because they do deal with. Oh, yeah. A lot. Yeah. I know here when we had to go um, re- get re register and all that stuff, um, I was behind a guy who was registering, like. Hopefully on time. That's why. <laughs> He was registering something like 14 trailers, four cars, ah. a work truck, like all of this. Because he owned a farm, right? And he came in yeah. and he had to have all of these things. And, you know, trying to parse through the titles and this, you know, the lady behind it was just like, okay, yeah, we'll do this one, this one, this one, this one. So they do a lot. Uh, I've been very happy and thankful for them. But <laughs> our Jeep. Yeah. Uh, uh, Last we spoke, they had torn. I don't know how much they studied, but they had to. They they were like, "Oh, it's definitely the flywheel." And unfortunately, in in order to get to the flywheel, we have to take out your transmission and your torque converter, um, and we have to take apart some control arms uh, and basically tear off the entire underside of the of the vehicle to get to the flywheel. And that's going to take some time. And I was like, "Okay." And then they oh. sent them, then they sent them the wrong flywheel. Uh, because they sent it for the, the, the four-cylinder, not the six-cylinder. So then they had to mm. wait, and then send another flywheel. And then they pulled down our flywheel, and they were like, oh, actually, your flywheel's completely fine. What? <laughs> so, and I was like, oh, that, oh, that, means, oh. that means it's the transmission, isn't it? And they're like, yeah. So they like, oh, no. diagnostic stuff. And they were like, okay. Well, we can get a refurb transmission for you, and that'll be thirty four hundred dollars. And I was like, "Okay, um, I mean, you have my car in millions of pieces right now. If I wanted it yeah. from you, I would have to pay you uh, at least a thousand dollars because that's what the labor is that they're in. Yeah, right to now. put it back together. Yeah, back together. So I was like, okay." order it so they shipped off the old one and ordered transmission part like number two because they found out this very key to this entire story that there are three different kind of transmissions that they put in jeep cherokees for our year making model of course they ordered part number two the supplier sent them number three they did not know that until they were trying to install it oh no so then they were like, you sent us the wrong part. Um, we need actually part number, number two. And this part supplier was like, okay, here's the thing. We don't have a refurbished part number two. We're not going to have one. And they like did this big search in the area. Here are our two options. Here are our two options. If we want the car back, 
by Thanksgiving, at which point they will have had it for four weeks. The transmission is $6,000. And that's that's in addition to the $1,000 worth of work that they've already done to tear it apart. That's just the labor. Jeez Louise. $6,000. That's the part cost. And I went, if I don't want it by Thanksgiving, because <laughs> I'm not paying you a total of $7,200 yeah. for this. They were like, oh, <laughs> well, there's another one, but it's $3,700, but it won't ship <laughs> for three weeks. Oh, my gosh. And so by the time... They do know that you could buy a car for $3,700, right? They know. <laughs> our, we bought our Honda for very well close to the cost of this entire transmission thing. Oh, okay? my like, God. We bought an entire Honda Accord hybrid that has had literally no problems, except for the fact that it doesn't really like cold. And so sometimes the hybrid system just shuts off to protect itself when it gets really, really cold. It's a, oh, yeah. It's a thing that it does. It's a common thing that I've looked up. It's not really a, a failure. It's just a the system is like, it's really cold. I need to shut down to protect everything. Yeah, the battery probably goes, ah. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, so yeah. We, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. So just to get the transmission in this freaking car is, the, I, this is so painful. This is incredibly painful. <laughs> but, you know, the joys of car ownership. Yeah, no. I think I'd be like, you own a Jeep now, car dealership. Bye. <laughs> I will be going over here. So I'm going to bequeath this unto you. It's yours now. See you later. Enjoy. Ta-da. Burn it as you. So uh, we'll get yeah. a brand new, brand new transmission. Uh, drive it another million miles. Oh my God. Yeah, you better. <laughs> drive it no. forever now. Right. right. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> It's like, I was like, I'm not. Ugh. So I was like, <laughs> told Megan, I was like, Merry Christmas and birthday and Christmas and anniversary. And yeah. Birthday and Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 uh. <laughs> oh, man, that's terrible. Too, too, uh, so, moral of the story there is don't buy a Jeep. Yeah, I'll get, buy a bike. Buy a bike. That's true. Of course. Horses' transmissions don't just explode. They just That's <laughs> true. Yes. Anyway, uh, we'll, uh, that bombshell. We'll, uh, <laughs> back to the studio. Yes, indeed. Wait, I'm already here. <laughs> here I am in my studio. Boom. Coming from inside the studio. Yes. <laughs> We will <laughs> get through. All righty. Yeah. Love you guys. Love you too. Love you too. Bye. 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 <laughs>